Okay, should we just start? Do you want to just, are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay, cool. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to It's Locked Podcast. We are Emily and Caroline, yep. your hosts. Caroline, what game are we doing today? Well, today, it's funny you should ask, uh, we're doing <laughs> Message in Haunted Mansion, which is the third installment in the Nancy Drew series, a mm. classic. Indeed. Uh, and the first one I've actually played before uh, this podcast. So, Love yes. It. Love it. Um, what are you drinking tonight? Because we are recording in the evening. It's true. I am drinking an IPA. Very nice. Classic. Yeah. How Very about nice. you? I am drinking some white wine that I got um, just an hour ago that is from a box. Oh, so very fascinating. <laughs> I, oh, okay. I uh, made myself remember to mention this because I have to tell everybody about my favorite secret drink. So Alice Hunt, gem of a beauty, who she is. We know Alice. We love Alice. She's great. Alice is my mom. For everybody who doesn't know, Caroline knows. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I was down at my parents' house a couple weeks ago. And uh, every time I get there, the first thing my mother says to me is, oh, sweetie, do you want a drink? Like, can I make you a cocktail? I have this and I have this and I have this. Um. And so she asked me that this last time and I was like, yeah. And she said, what do you want? I said, I don't know. She said, well, I'm about to have a cold brew. Do you want a cold brew cocktail? And I said, yes, I don't know what is going to be in that, but absolutely I do. So here's the recipe for that Alice made up on the spot, but I'm sure it's an actual recipe and she got it right. Like I know that this is a drink and I think she probably just did a really good job at guessing all of the quantities of stuff to put in it. So listeners, here you go. Also, you're welcome. Also, this will probably make it in as <laughs> one of our like theme drinks for one of the games at some point. Some game with coffee. Okay, so it's a shot of cold brew, shot of vodka, shot of creme de coco, which is like a chocolate flavored liqueur, Ooh. Um, a half shot of heavy whipping cream, and a quarter shot of simple syrup. Throw it all into a shaker. Shake it up. Oh, my God. That like, sounds killer. It's so good. <laughs> when I tell you, like, the chocolate and coffee and vodka and, like, it gets a little because you shake it in a shaker and there's heavy whipping cream in it. The cream starts to whip a little bit. So it becomes, like, you just you get a little foam on top from the whipped. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. Anyway, the reason that I'm drinking wine is because I ran out of one of the ingredients, even though I only bought all the ingredients like two weeks ago. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> it was just the creme de coco, and it comes in oh, like okay. kind of a small thing. So I was, I was like, gonna I say that bad, but Emily, if it's the vodka, I have questions. No, uh, I think the vodka is only halfway gone. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, instead of going all the way to the liquor store, I was like, I'm just going to run to the little corner market and grab some wine for today. So there you go. (laughs) And you did send me our drink for this episode. The listeners can drink along. I don't have my phone, so I will have to look it up on my computer. I forget what I even said, but it was, I made it something spooky. You guys will have seen it on our Instagram by the time this comes out. By the time this episode is published, the drink and its recipe will be on our Instagram page. That so if true. you're curious, since neither of us can remember it <laughs> at this moment, 
I I don't think I had ever heard of it before. I think I was just looking like I was looking for like (laughs) knowing me, I probably did a Google search for like haunted cocktails. We really need to get into the festive mood. <laughs> I I mean it's it's August, so basically October, right? Yeah. I can't believe October is in two months. Can we just talk about Halloween? October is my favorite month. It's fine too. It's not even like it's not my birthday month. I don't even I don't love Halloween. I just love October. Okay, this is called the living seance is so boozy yeah. it'll put oh, you in a trance. I looked at I looked up seance cocktail, I bet. Ooh. Oh, well, Wait, we're okay. going to talk about a seance. <laughs> read us read us the ingredients in that because so, now I want one. The ingredients are we have 1 bar spoon of maraschino liqueur, oh. 1 ounce Olmeca Altos Anejo tequila, tequila, tequila. Oh, baby, <laughs> get just some of that tequila. Um, get, get it in there. Uh, <laughs> we have one and a half ounce of sweet vermouth, vermouth, mouth, vermouth, vermouth. Um, vermouth. Right. I, I know that, but I read it in my brain <laughs> as vermouth. <laughs> like, dear God, please tell me you know how to pronounce vermouth. I do. Don't worry. That's like something um, that my sister would do. She would say vermouth. <laughs> Oh, Caroline's laughing because she knows my sister. Shout out Um, to my sister. Love you, Holly. Um, (laughs) it just says three dashes. Oh yeah, bitters. It's gonna say bitters. Yeah. So bitters. Bitters. Oh, it just says three dashes of what? (laughs) I don't. There's no. It's There's three supposed dashes. to be some bitters there, like scroll or something. Is there an right. ad separating? No, no, Emily. Wait, three. Look at this. Hold on. Oh, you can't. Hold on. I oh. really can't see it. We're on Zoom because we live across the country from each other. Look, it says three dashes, hmm. and then it continues. Wait, what does it say above that? It says, so it has the liquor list, which is the three things I right. listed. And then it's other, everything else. Maybe it means three dashes of each. Okay. It could it's mean a that. a lot of dashes of, but, you know what? I'll just have to try making it and I'll let you know what works. Right. Okay, cool. But that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. It just says three dashes. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Well, well that's anyway. That's the drink. That's the drink. So make it pause, press pause right now, make it, and then come back and drink along with us who are also drinking as I take a sip of my wine. (laughs) Who okay, message in a haunted mansion. I have fun facts. I don't have a lot of fun facts, though. I need to start doing deeper dives into all of these games, which I feel like I've gone on the Wikipedia pages for all of them. Um, but I I feel like more information will be available as we get later in the series, you know? That is true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, my first fun fact was that this is the first for all of you, like, OG physical copy CD player people out there. This is the first CD-ROM to be in a fun color, not a black and silver CD. So the fun color is blue. It's just a nice kind of like your generic medium denim blue, you know, nothing too dark, nothing too light. 
It's very nice. But so now whenever I think of this game and it's this way for a lot of games, I always associate them with the color. Like the final scene will always be red. Creature of Kapu Cave will always be green. Yeah. And yeah, all of that. Um, So that's one fun fact. Um, Another fun fact. Oh, but then, okay. Another fun fact (laughs) is that after this game, I know the next few CDs aren't released in a color, I think. I could really be wrong. You know what? I can pull my CDs right now and just check. Yeah, I would say check One moment. Oh my gosh, that is so ancient. Look at that. What did you say? I had my headphones out. Look how ancient that is. Oh my gosh, do you like my everybody? I have a um, CD like a, case. Yeah. It's the cases that you would put like all of your CDs or DVDs in. Oh my God. Okay, so yes, Treasure in the Royal Tower is also black and silver. Mm. Um, the final scene is a, kind of like a weird green color, but Ooh. the print on the disc is red. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Secret of the Scarlet Hand is also that same black and silver, but like they swapped it. So it's mostly silver. Okay. I'm just showing Caroline my Your collection. CD collection right now. This, I took it like to college with me. This has gone everywhere with me. It's been in all of my houses, through all of my moves. Oh, we don't get another color until... Game number 10, Secret of Shadow Ranch, which is orange. I had that one, and I remember that. <laughs> this game will always be orange to me for that exact reason. Yeah. So that and, was my what? Oh, I was just going to say, Endanger by Design mm. is red or purple. I can't actually remember. I don't think it's either of those. I think What? I'm not looking right now. I think that it's black and silver again. Danger by Design? Mine was a color. Oh, Danger by Design. I thought you were saying Danger by Decep- Danger on Deception Island. Oh, no. Danger by Design, I think, is red. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's red. And then there was one. Yeah. Oh, it was Curse of Blackmore Manor was. Um, is purple, for sure. Yep, you're right. Maybe we should make this a quiz. A game. A game, yeah. Like, yeah. um, one of my favorite colors is your least favorite game, Secret of the Old Clock. It's this, like, very nice Ugh. mint green. But look at this color, though. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, so Why did I they know. pick that game for that color? I mean, come on. Like this game. I don't know why. I mean, we'll get to why you have beef with this game. I think it's fun. When oh, we get we'll to, get to it. We'll get to it. When we get it. to this game, our intro. So we have our intro music, right? And before our intro, I'm going to add in just like a voice clip of me saying, the year 1930. <laughs> and... <laughs> Oh my god. And I forget what happens after that. It's like Nancy Drew is driving up to the Lilac Inn in her something something car in 1930. Anyway. Okay, well, thank you for that. Oh, anything this later is gonna be so fun. Um, okay. So my second fact is that this game was released in 2000 so it was released only one year after stay tuned for danger but still i feel like the plot of this game is so much better and so much more complex gameplay is so much longer again i know Mm -hmm. we mentioned this last episode but i feel like this is really where her interactive like hit their stride 
I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I would be interested to get some. Um, I know we have a guest speaker whom I am not going to name just yet, but who has said that they will come on the podcast and they may have some insight as to just what happened in that time period um, that, I don't know, helped it move along further. Yeah. Um, this game only has junior and senior detective. The last two also had master detective. So it makes me wonder. Um, I think as as you grow your games more and more things could be affected by the different difficulty levels, they probably were just like, okay, we only need to have two. Otherwise, we would have to do all of these things in different ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it lets them focus on more. Right. If they're only, yeah, only two levels. Yeah, for sure. Um, This game also, this is my favorite fact. Also, it's my last one. (laughs) It was also released on the Game Boy Advance. Which is so funny and also so little. How I know everything. (laughs) I was, I wrote down, I wonder what that playthrough was like. Like, what were the controls? How did you navigate everything? I should Twitch stream a GBA playthrough that would be so do you have stupid. one um i have a ds light that could run a game boy advance game okay so yeah but hmm. i don't know how to stream ds games i'd have to figure that out yeah can you do that i don't know i'll try i'll try i'll try okay well I'll stay see. tuned everybody stay tuned um, for danger because that's what it will be for wow okay oh <laughs> well. um do you have any other did you find any other facts that you want to add on to my list let me um, skip. I have to figure out which ones you didn't say. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Oh, I have some fun facts. Ooh. Um, I do. I think that it's very interesting and does kind of speak to how we were saying this is the game that Hero Interactive really hit their stride. But Edge ranked it as the 64th best selling computer game of the 21st century oh, in shit. 2006. What? Selling over 300,000 copies. Which is insane. Like these wow. these first two games, I feel like no one's heard of, but this is when Nancy Drew was like a player hmm. in the computer game world. Maybe it's um, because they finally colored the CD-ROM, made it blue. But you can't see the CD-ROM when it's in the box, so that wouldn't be something I mean, that if someone was just cruising. it could have been a cruising. contributing factor. Okay. Well, uh, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Caroline, you're right. Okay. But... I mean, I'm, I'm just going to let you have that. I like the pretty discs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. I'll give it to you. Thanks. I also have um, that this is based off a book by the same title. um, And I did read a little bit of the book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is going to be your (laughs) thing. You're going to read the books that I don't want to. It's okay. Yeah. Just kidding. I I actually would love to read them. I'm going to do that when we're done with this. A lot of them, like the, the, some of them are actually kind of tough to find. This one mm-hmm. was, is in the main series. So it was a little bit easier to find. Okay. But um, so here are my notes. The plot and mystery is very, very similar. And all of the named characters in this game appear in the book as well. Though Charlie is a conglomerate of two characters kind of put into one. Okay. Um, 
best George and Hannah are all with Nancy when she goes to San Francisco to visit Rose. So they're like actual characters instead of in the game, they're just phone characters. Hmm. And um, Emily, what's the woman who's our phone contact for San Francisco? Emily. I don't know her last name. I want Foxglove Green, but that's the name of um, Emily in Ghost Dogs. Or no, is that her? Is her last name Green? There's an Emily Green. There's Rose Green. Oh, is it Rose Green? Well, Rose Green is Foxworth. Yeah, something like that. It's like it's got Fox in it, or like Fixer Upper. I don't know. Like there's Fixer Upper. (laughs) Emily FX. Emily F FedEx. Um, Oh jeez. Oh god. Okay. So it includes all the games. Foxworth. I think it's Emily Foxworth. Wait, um, I'm going to look it up real quick. Okay. (laughs) Emily. That was fully three minutes of us trying to figure out. It's really, it's fine. Emily Foxworth. It's Emily Foxworth. Emily is, oh my gosh. Okay. On uh, nancydrew.fandom.com which is my new favorite resource <laughs> as of right this moment. There is an entry on Emily Foxworth. Here is what it reads. <laughs> Emily Foxworth is a friend of Nancy Drew. Emily is a journal. And then there's uh, Nancy Drew is hyperlinked to what I'm guessing is Nancy's page. Yes. Which I don't even want to know how much information is on that page. It should. I really hope lot. it links to a page that just says like Nancy's a boss ass bitch, and that's it. And that's it. Um, okay, Emily is a journalist who is knowledgeable about various things, including Victorian mansions. I wonder what the other various things are. Uh, do, do you, you think they're related to Victorian mansions? Maybe she just has several random things that she's interested in. Um, One of them is dolls. Mm-hmm. Like one of them has to be haunted yeah. dolls. I would say, is does she appear in other games too? No, I don't yeah, think reason, I so. She comes back as like a phone contact again. I don't. But anyway, think so. yeah. Okay, you're probably right. Um, but she could be an expert in anything we imagine her to be. Okay, that's all. Yeah, she can do what she wants. Um, it also says she travels a lot too and loves to help Nancy. She once Mm. took, what the fuck? She once took a tour of Egypt on the GBA version. She had an assignment there and was quite bad at riding a camel. So I guess in the Game Boy Advance version, we get more of Emily. Different con. Like what's the difference? I don't know. We have to play this now. I know. I, I want to get it. I wonder or, how much it is. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if you donate to our Patreon. Just kidding. We don't have a Patreon. <laughs> if anyone wants to buy Caroline the game, let us know. <laughs> or send it to me and I'll borrow it and send it back. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we'll figure this out. Or if anyone can just answer all of our questions for us or show us you playing through the Game Boy Advance version, that is also perfectly acceptable. Um, oh, there's a couple walkthroughs of it. Worst case scenario. Oh, worst. Okay. Worst case scenario. We can watch a walkthrough. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, there's a couple other things in here. Okay. Her status is alive. She's alive. (laughs) She's not dead. So that's nice. Gender, female occupation, journalist friends, Nancy drew. 
That's her no only other friend. friends. That's she's her only never friend. had another. Friend. I thought she was Hannah's friend, though, right? Isn't Rose Emily is Hannah's friend? Oh, too. Rose is Hannah. I think it's friend. Rose. Just Rose is Hannah's friend. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Cool. Voiced by Shannon Kip. Uh, I bet she has absolutely vo- voiced more characters in this series and we will start checking that out next game yeah I wrote down in my notes for this game Caroline it's like somewhere in the middle of me taking notes I'll find it real quick oh I wrote c dash we need to start mentioning all of the little easter eggs we see and going more in depth so um there were several uh recurring objects in this game that we'll see later on um, and I also would love to, we should talk about the voice actors and who else they have voiced in the, in the series. series. Yes. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Um, and I'm just obsessed with that in general. Cause I want to be a yes. voice actor. So I love yes. tracking what people have done. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Okay. We'll start talking about that. Everybody yeah. just so you know, next time expect that. Um, did you have any other facts? I have one more about the book, which is, I think the best part about the book is that Rose and Lewis have a love subplot, (gasps) which honestly would have made his character way more interesting. (laughs) Oh, he's so dry. Like last last week, I think I picked uh, Maddie. I said bland and that was her only descriptor this week. It's Lewis. It's just bland. So Rose and Lewis had a love connection. I think that's weird. Yeah. Can, it is weird. Okay. Um, you uh, you make the call on this, but I'm going to ask, was the culprit the same in the novel? I don't know. I didn't finish oh, it. Oh, you didn't finish it. Oh, shit. Because I could. How can I read a whole book in a week? Like, I don't I don't know. I couldn't have that. <laughs> but how can I read a whole book? Guys, all of our listeners are going to be screaming. <laughs> like, I know. Oh, Guys, we are busy ladies yeah I'm, I'm sorry I quite literally knew we were recording this a week ago and I had to play the game first yes <laughs> that's yeah. the most important part but yeah, yeah so yeah we I are... want to know now though well um we'll figure it out okay plot summary do you want to do it do you want me to do it sure um so plot summary uh basically Nancy is asked to go to San Francisco to help out a woman who's opening a bed and breakfast. And I'm pretty sure before she goes, she doesn't know that, like she knows there's been delays and that's why she's going to help, but she doesn't know like, oh, it could be haunted. Oh, yeah. there's more going on. Um, so she's just supposed to be helping out. Um, and along the way, she meets Rose, who is the owner of the bed and breakfast. She meets Abby, Rose's friend, who's opening the bed and breakfast with her. She meets Charlie, who is the handyman. And she meets Lewis, who is a antique dealer. And so he's helping find out information about the house. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, we have to figure out who is delaying the haunted mansion from being open. Who is alternate <laughs> title, the delay of the haunted mansion. The delay of the haunted mansion. <laughs> Much less menacing than a message. Um, is it just me or do none of the characters in this game make sense? Like, and I'll tell you what I mean by that before you answer. Is that the way that you just described them? You were like, Rose is this person and Abby is Rose's friend. 
Abby and Rose are like the two least likely people to ever be friends. No, but it kind of made sense to me that there was like oh, the Phoebe no friend. And then the it was like if Phoebe and Monica from Friends opened a bed and, bed and breakfast. But like... But I don't know. I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that friendship pairing has literally never made sense to me. I'm like, how did you guys, and like casual friends, sure, but open a bed and breakfast together, friends, meh. like, how did that even happen? Um, and then Charlie obviously isn't really a contractor. Right. As we figure out. So I'm like, you make no sense just as a character. And then Lewis, I feel like, is the only one who kind of makes sense. But also he just did a bad job at doing what he was trying to do. It's true. I think. Also, I love how Rose just lets anyone who knocks on her door work for her. <laughs> like, what? How? Why did that happen? Like, Charlie. We'll get to that in a minute because oh, I have something God. to say about that in my gameplay notes. I know. Ridiculousness. Um, I know. I know. Um, okay, let's go into the characters a bit more. So, sure. uh, Rose. I don't have, I have minimal character notes on this one. So, I'll say mine and then you can take over with each of them. Um, for uh, Rose Green, I wrote down, I don't like her, but I don't really know why. And I just, I don't like Rose. I think there are points when she's very curt with Nancy or, oh, you know what I bet it is? Is that like in our first conversations with her, she's like, Hey, go fix those floor tiles. <laughs> and then the next time we come back to her, she says, have you fixed those tiles yet? I'm like, not even a hello, not even a like, how is your day going? Like, hi, Nancy. Just have you fixed those tiles yet? Oh, like, God. lady. Um, that's probably why I don't <laughs> like her. I don't like when people do that. She also kind of like has a stick up her butt. Like, I get that she's stressed about this whole thing. But lady, you came into this knowing that it was going to be difficult you came into this knowing that it was going to be a lot of work. You're frustrated with the delays. Absolutely. But you're also sitting in the same place all day and yeah. being kind of rude. And yeah, I don't, I don't like Rose. Yeah. She, she just feels like a kindergarten teacher who's just taught kindergarten <laughs> and did aftercare and now has to like teach night school to teenagers she's just like that. over the, it yeah she just yeah. sounds over it she's like oh I've been doing this for so long can I yeah. just be done can I retire yeah. already no Rose you can't you put your whole life savings into this right you have no choice yeah um Rose so I feel like now in my descriptions of like these characters every episode I'm gonna declare by being in the game they're nominated for to be my sleep paralysis demon for that game <laughs> um but the winner like millie for the last game yeah millie wait can is... i guess before you say it the sleep paralysis demon of this game abby no oh my god abby's Lewis. the better one no 
Charlie? No. Rose? Yes. Really? Rose's head moves like this. <laughs> like it's like it's like it's snapping. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> her arms uh-huh. don't move. Um like above her elbow. Hi cat. <laughs> her arms above her elbow do not move and so yeah. she just looks like she's going like like lifting weights on a scale and going like this <laughs> oh goodness okay. okay i see it i see it um abby i love abby and i'll tell she's you the best why. character in this game i love her so much even though she is very fake and we don't get to talk to her about it, <laughs> which we had never, unless I missed something, which I swear this playthrough, I tried to go through every single conversation that you could have with everybody. Maybe I missed it. But even after you figure out that Abby staged the seance, you can't call her out on it. And yeah. at first I was like, why? Like, <laughs> wait. I just got a neighbor. Oh, I got an email from next door. Do you know what next door is? No. It's like a neighborhood app. Um, I just got an email roundup and this one starts out this morning. I put out for free in front of the driveway, a pretty nice credenza. And at first I thought it said a pretty nice pizza when I saw it pop up in my little preview. So that's why I got really excited when I saw it. Anyway, to get back into what I was saying, Abby is great because she's just like everything that I want to be. So even though you never get to call her out on her shit, it's like she pulled that off so well that you're just going to like let her we're just going to let her get away with it. You know, we like her. She, yeah. She's pretty dope. We're just going to let her, we'll let her do what she wants. We, she really did do a good job haunting that house. Yeah. She like, did a good job haunting that mansion. I was, I was spooked at that haunted mm-hmm. mansion. Yeah. Props to Abby. You will bring the guests here. Like her hauntings are going to get so many people in the door to stay in the haunted mansion. I don't really like Abby's not at fault here in the slightest. Also, I just want to be her and her bedroom is like everything to me. I mean, she basically is going to carry that mansion on her back as pub- as far as publicity is concerned. So she oh, yeah. can handle it. Oh, yeah. She, she can do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, my favorite part about Abby is that her um, introduction is the stupidest thing. It's the essence of that tiktok audio that's like what about hi how are you how, like how what's your name or something like very seen simple that audio yet or heard it's it on silly okay. and abby is the essence of that audio because immediately <sighs> she's like ah oh, hello welcome the spirits told me you were coming blah, blah, blah. and i was like what about hello what's your name abby i didn't know she was abby until rose said me and abby upstairs me and abby blah 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 or something like that like oh god i just didn't know who she was oh that's funny i also i i have to say here 
I wasn't going to mention this, but now I think I have to. In my first playthrough of this game, I was so stuck for such a long time because I hadn't talked to Abby yet because I didn't know that like I was supposed to click on her room or that she was there or whatever. And then finally I was reading a walkthrough or something and they were like, talk to Abby. And I was like, who the fuck is Abby? (laughs) But I don't know. That just goes back to what our listeners already know, which is that Emily was not the brightest (laughs) of game players. Okay. Um, next Lewis, Lewis, Lewis Chandler. He just gives me like bad vibes, man. Like some of the, I think in some of the games, the villain, I'm also just spoiling this game. Lewis did it. Everybody. Sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but in a lot of the games, the villain doesn't really give you bad vibes or they're at least like sympathetic um but in this game I just I didn't like Lewis he was mean he was really condescending yeah yeah um he also sounds like he has peanut butter in his nose he's like oh Nancy (laughs) like his his face like so Nancy hi Nancy Oh, I'm an antique stealer. <laughs> he's horrifying. Oh, he's also scary. Oh God, yeah, yeah. He had the most, like, the most um, attempts at contouring or sculpting his face or whatever, and the end result was uh, something. Yeah, it was something. He, he looks like a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Great. Okay, Charlie. Oh my god, I'm sorry. My literal <laughs> only note for Charlie that I wrote down earlier today was hmm. That was it. <laughs> that's all that's here. I think that's an accurate descriptor. Yeah. I only have so I wrote down, is he the only contractor working here? Because that seems very unrealistic. Yeah. That yeah, Charlie's I- the only one. Unless there's a lot of shit to be done in this house. Well, unless the saloon is the only part that's like needed renovation, though. There's scaffolding in the entire entryway. Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) The whole place is messed up. Nancy had to take the freaking tiles off the ceiling to get to the attic. Um, Yeah, so I was like, Charlie is the only contractor working here, and he literally stands in the same spot all day. I don't think he's doing much. And Rose is freaking out. Like, of course you're freaking out, Rose. You don't know why you're freaking out. Go down to the basement and see the guy you hired to apparently just sit in the same spot all day. And who Rose just let in. Yeah, Not you even literally just let him in. <laughs> like, Honestly, so all, of these, all of these problems, like, I, I blame Rose. She's just, she's just letting these people in. Right. That's so irresponsible of your millions of dollars that you've invested. We need to talk about boundaries with her. Yeah. Also, like, sussing people out. And yeah. Yeah. yeah we should have a chat. We should have a chat. Um, Gameplay. Let's take a little break so I can refill my wine. Yeah. I, uh, I, I kind of want a cookie. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
I microwaved some hot dogs. I saw those. <laughs> it's a little unhinged. <laughs> what did you get? I did get cookies. Oh, maybe I should make cookies tonight. Mm. Oh, my cat wants my hot dogs. No cat. No. Uh-uh. No cat. Okay. Now that we have our snacks and our wine, also side note, I uh, wasn't paying attention because so, you know, the box wine, like you just put the cup under it and you press the button in. Mm. I wasn't paying attention while I was pressing the button in at all. So I (laughs) I poured myself a very full glass of wine. I will not be refilling it again during this recording. I just wanted you to know. Um, Okay. Okay. You keep eating your cookie. Okay. And I'm going to say we start off in Nancy's bedroom at the, also, what is the name of this place? I don't think we ever learn. We do learn at the very end, but I definitely didn't write it down. I thought about writing it down and then I was like, eh, I don't really care because we haven't heard it before. So I didn't write it down. (laughs) Okay. But, um, yeah, so we start off in Nancy's bedroom at this place. Um, I said, it's pretty dope, but what's with putting all the flat-backed furniture in the corners? Because they did that. Mm-hmm. They did that with the bed, and there's, like, a dresser or something that's in another corner. I'm like, who does that? One of the differences between junior and senior detective in this game is that in junior detective, when you start finding all of the uh words and their corresponding symbols nancy will say it out loud um like you'll see you see uh, the word four i think and nancy will say when the four-sided box loses its border and so she says that as you're finding all of these things in junior mode but she doesn't say them in senior mode so i thought that was kind of cool i kept expecting her to say them when I was doing this playthrough, I was like, I swear she says them. And then I realized that it must be a difference between junior and senior mode. It is because I did play junior mode and she did say them. So, oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I said one thing that I immediately like about like the setting of this game is that all of the rooms like look different. Like they could have really easily made like the wallpaper mm-hmm the same in every room and it to be the same design and the most basic thing but they really did take some like more they had more attention to detail Hmm. in regards to like making every room look different which I thought was really cool I didn't notice that but I like it um I wonder if that is something that would have been like accurate to the time period as well uh yeah I I believe so I didn't research it specifically but okay yeah I feel like I know that we love that um Also, on like a setting note, I wrote down, I genuinely believe that someone was murdered here. Like this place is disgustingly creepy. It really is. It reminds me a lot of like, um, it reminded me a lot of the Shining Hotel. And here's why is because uh, I guess I'll compare it to Curse of Blackmore Manor, where like Curse of Blackmore Manor, if I walk into a haunted house, that's what I expect it to look like right like a haunted house display because those are just all of the tropes but message in a haunted mansion you walk in and it really is just like 
a normal house when you're walking through the upstairs hallway like all of the doors are the same and they're just blank but everything is run down and it's so creepy because this house could be any house you know yeah no that's true so I really liked that um anyway it's disgustingly creepy it is (laughs) as you're just walking around I also you need to remind me I feel like so Nancy was there was she there specifically to help with the renovation or was she there to investigate the accidents or was it both she was just supposed to be helping but you might be right or it could be like oh there are also some accidents happening so maybe you can help us out with that like kind of thing I don't know yeah I was confused and I wrote down I was like Rose asked Nancy to help with renovation right away she's like lady go fix these floor tiles please but isn't Nancy here to investigate these accidents which is I mean I guess this is something for like the series at large like so many times Nancy is there to investigate. This happens a lot in Trail of the Twister. Like Nancy is there specifically to investigate, but she's given all of these chores along the way. Um, sometimes they have purpose, like in uh, White Wolf of Icicle Creek. She's like, oh, if I'm your maid, I can snoop through everybody's shit, which honestly, I was so proud of her for saying that because I was like, yes, Nancy, like, please just tell <laughs> us, <laughs> tell us that you want to snoop and yeah. tell us how you're going to do it and like, just be bold about that. So I really appreciated that. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's something that I was wondering about. I was like, shouldn't Nancy be looking into these accidents? And Rose is just like, hey, go fix the floor tiles. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of rose when she asks you to do and also the chores when she asks you to do the bird puzzle that puzzle is such a pain in the butt to do because it has to be pixel perfect exactly and it is it's so bad that they had to upload a patch to the game to make you be able to skip it all together because people were complaining that the, oh, that's really? a fun fact yeah there is a patch on their website if you can't like pass the tile puzzle download this patch and then it'll like do it but it, you do it only if you can't you like yeah you, you should download it only if you actually can't complete huh. it but yeah isn't that wild i did not know that and yeah i remember this most recent time playing it i was like oh <laughs> Like it has to be so exact. And when you're using a computer mouse that you, yeah, it's just too difficult. In the first conversation that we have with Charlie, (laughs) he insists that he knows what he's doing right after admitting that Lewis taught him how to remodel. He's like, oh yeah, well, I've been learning really fast and Lewis has been showing me a lot. And then he's like, no, no, Nancy, I know what I'm doing. I'm like, my dude, then put up a better act than that. Because you clearly don't. Yeah, it's a little silly. But, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I'm chewing a hot dog. <laughs> no, you're good. Also, I just think it's so funny. Like I said this earlier, but that Rose is literally going to just take anyone who knocks on her door and help them uh-huh. out. Like that. What? Crazy. Yeah, she needs she needs boundaries. She needs boundaries. Yeah. Um. 
Oh, my next note is great. I wrote down, Caroline is going to hate this sexist old newspaper clipping picture on phone. So clearly I took a picture of the sexist old newspaper clipping that you're going to hate. Oh, it's the theater one. Yes. That one was so funny. I was like, oh, no. Caroline is going to hate this. Wait, let me find it and I'll read it. Okay. Okay. It says, scandal, horror, outrage, citing the increased popularity of stage reviews and decreased charitable contributions, the Ladies Protection Society has announced a shocking new strategy for raising much-needed funds for the benefit of widows and orphans in our region. No longer will the good ladies of our society hold garden parties, afternoon teas, or cakewalks to solicit contributions. Instead, these proper wives, daughters, and mothers will act on stage like common troubadours in several (laughs) popular plays in order to raise money for their good works. As decent gentlemen, we should not allow the fair sex to denigrate themselves to this level of vulgarity. Women belong in the home, not upon the stage. I gotta say, I agree. And scene. (laughs) Like, that is quite an... That's that's quite an opinion piece. Yes, and it was absurd. I knew you would hate that. Um, uh, moving on to the parlor. The parlor is a bitch to navigate. It is. It's very. That is the only room really where that I found that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have related to the parlor. I have a note that I wrote that was set, that says Chekhov's fire extinguisher because <laughs> it's like you open that one cabinet and the only thing you can click on is the fire extinguisher extinguisher and it's like hmm I wonder if there's gonna be a fire later because <laughs> of that and the fire insurance and like it just it's oh is there gonna be a fire like foreshadowing oh. yeah everybody. it was really oh, we love it. but yeah. I love it. Sorry, I'm piling my hair on top of my head because it is so hot in here right now. We have no AC and Portland's going through another heat wave. So that's fun. Um, There, okay. This is another navigation note that I have is that I don't know how I forgot, but somehow I forgot that in this game, we still just have magnifying glasses. No navigation arrows. I thought we had arrows in this game, but we don't. Oh, wait. I had arrows. Did you download it? Yeah. Oh, huh. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. So I guess the download version has arrows. The CD-ROM version just has magnifying glasses. Because it, it's a magnif... Yeah, yeah. The, we had um, just the magnifying glass. Wait, maybe I did. But I had the back, <laughs> I had the back it up button. Yes. Yeah. This you one, have that. that yeah. One. Uh-huh. Okay. Then it was just magnifying glasses. I think. You're okay. Right. Wait, did, I, they, I just... did the previous two games not have the like U-turn button? No. Oh, okay. So they started adding arrows in mm-hmm. slowly, slowly, but shortly. Um, yeah. I didn't know that there weren't forward and side arrows in this game. So that was interesting to rediscover. Um <laughs> Moving on to the first time we meet Lewis. Okay, so we were in the parlor, bitch to navigate parlor. Now we're meeting Lewis. 
Lewis says that he is in the dark about this property, which is absurd because he's been working in its library for like how long now? Like, what have you been doing? He's like, oh, I'm pretty dark. I'm pretty in the dark about this property. I don't know a lot about it. I'm like, my guy, you've been in the library for a while. Figure it out. Come on. Figure it out, please. Of course, we know that was all just bullshit. Right. But yeah. Um, I uh, really don't like how Nancy can't talk to people about things that are obviously important. This is something that comes up in later games, too. Like something will happen or you'll discover something. And Nancy can't talk to people about it. Like in this game, she never talks to anybody about this attic space that she's found or about the desk. Maybe I just, I mean, I know that I like to talk a lot, but I'm like, I I would absolutely be telling people about this. And when she finds, when she finds them, like, is she just going to leave and not tell anyone? And so like, (laughs) they'll never know that it's there. This is my secret. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, I don't know. I also wanted to say, like, because that's related to the paint scraping thing. This yes. the beginning of this game really is chores. I have, I have my note says chores town. Like we're mm-hmm. just doing chores down yeah. the wazoo. Um, but it's not as bad as future games. Like it, it starts out very chores heavy, but there are games later where it's like I feel like the entire game is just doing chores. Oh, you mean like warnings at Waverly Academy? No, the best game (laughs) in the series, Emily. I have to take so many pictures and I hate taking the pictures and I have to do all of Rachel's schoolwork. Are you joking? Anyway, we'll get there when we get there. Love that game. Oh my God. We are going to have a brawl when we get to Warnings at Waverly Academy. That is like my favorite game. We are going to fight. Yeah, I know it is. Oh. So let's talk about this. Well, do you have anything that you want to say before we get to the seance? Oh my God. I feel like not really Um, anything happens before the seance. Like Nancy does a couple chores and that's it. That's true. Mm-hmm. I got um, into the attic though before the seance. Okay, which Let's I thought was about the attic. Yeah, the attic. Um, the creepy baby doll head. <laughs> I hated that. That scared Vomit. me so bad. Yes. Um, and that cr- I I one thing I really loved about this game is the crowbar was used multiple times. I oh loved- yeah. When you get an item, but you don't use it on just one other thing. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. Yes. Love that. I think I didn't notice that, but I like it too. Um, Okay. The, um, I know one of my more recent playthroughs, probably the first time I had played it in a few years, I could not for the life of me figure out where to get the key for the desk in the attic. How the hell am I supposed to know to get it from that bed post? Yeah. You just got to hope you click on the right spot, I guess. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Well, you know that that it's stuck. Like when you're looking for stuff, you know that that's stuck and that you're going to have to open it. Well, I think I missed just clicking on it because you can also click on the baseboard of the bed with Mm -hmm. the dragons on it. And so I guess I just 
like thought they were the same thing because they're so close to each other, you know? I don't yeah. know, but I totally missed that. Had to look it up in a walkthrough. Um, yeah, but so this, okay, let's talk about this seance. So I have a couple things to say. <laughs> Just this seance is so silly. However, it for sure terrified me when I first played it, but also I thought it was demonic. And so <laughs> this is another thing that I want to bring up. It's something that I remembered as I was playing through this was, uh, I forget, I forget which game it was specifically that came out. I want to say Legend of the Crystal Skull. There's a lot of voodoo in that game. Um, a lot of like voodoo ideology, uh, all the powders in the shop and everything. You've played that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and I think after that game, uh, her interactive got a lot of backlash for including that because it wasn't in line with like Christian religious belief. Um, yeah. What? I, I believe it was that game, but definitely one of the games. There was like a lot of backlash of like kids saying either uh, like my parents aren't comfortable with me playing this because these are themes in this game or parents saying like, I'm not comfortable with my kid playing this because this is present in this game or my kid was playing this and this element was present and I didn't like it. Like, why did you do that? Um so my, my next note is, um, Abby says like, we're doing the seance tonight. We're doing the seance at night. And so I'm like, oh sweet. We're going to do the seance at like 1am, 3am. Like it's going right, to be so right. fun. But like a we- Ouija board at a sleepover. <laughs> yeah. But after the seance is over, Nancy is back in her room at 1015. <laughs> <laughs> like like that I know like that that's something that happens like late at night 10 15 <laughs> like this was scheduled like early we are starting the seance at 9 35 exactly <laughs> like Nancy's back in her room at 10 15 that just made me giggle I was like what kind of amateur seance are we running here Abby right. at least make also, it realistic in the seance scene I was I always thought that that like Lewis and Charlie were also there because but because when the thing oh. pans back, it's like Rose, Abby, and then like a weird blob. <laughs> and the weird That's blob us. is Nancy. <laughs> Nancy is only so ever funny. shown in silhouette. Right. Well, I know that, but like, it's so rare that we see her in a game yeah. at all, even in silhouette. So at the seance, we learn that the ghost of someone named Valdez is looking for his wife. Yes. And that's what we learned through. Thank you, Abby. Also, who um, did she hire to be Valdez? That actor, whoever she hired to do. Hello. I come forth from the great beyond. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, in our next conversation with Abby, she says, and the screen spells this too, she refers to Valdez as Senior Valdez. She says Senior, and the text box, the dialogue box spells Senior, senior. S-E-N-I-O-R. 
I'm like, did you mean senor? Well, maybe his first name is senior. Like some people are named junior. But that's not, yeah, but that comes at the end. <laughs> you know, they'd say right. Valdez senior and not senior Valdez. No, 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 no. But I mean, like someone could be named junior john junior johnson you know like yeah but nobody's name name, yeah but senior is not a name (laughs) find me one person named senior also his first name was diego not senior (laughs) (laughs) i'm just teasing you you know okay because uh yeah i was like did you mean to say senor i think you did also that's the curse of my job as an editor is that anytime there is a mistake like anywhere I just cringe so hard and I really can't let it go um I also I have an admission to make so uh, we all know by now that I am like um not the fastest at realizing things or making connections Um, so you know how in we, so we talked to Rose at one point and Rose is like, oh, uh, I hired Charlie. It was the funniest thing. I was just talking to Abby about how we needed a contractor and Charlie just knocked on our door and asked if we needed help. And (laughs) my whole life I was like, oh my gosh, like what a cool coincidence, you know, like that's great. Um, so I was like two days ago, years old when I was like, oh shit, like Charlie heard them because he was living in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I don't have anything more to say about that. Okay. That's just, that's what that was. Um, oh, this game actually on that point, I feel like this, this game was like, very like I did not have a moment really where I struggled like when I was going through mm, yeah Very, I I was not at, ever at a point where I was like I do not know what to do next yeah yeah it, it's very smooth and in that in that way also uh Nancy I have a little bone to pick with her and here's the bone she has to ask Charlie what a dumbwaiter is And the way that she phrases it is she's like, what's that little closet in the hallway? I'm like, yeah, like. And also the fact that Charlie isn't it it is like knows that that's the dumbwaiter because that's like the worst possible way. Yeah, that he knows like what she's referring to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I get that that is that is for the benefit of their target demographic, which is like young girls who probably don't know what a dumbwaiter is. However, we don't need to make Nancy sound dumb. We can do it in different ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you didn't know what a dumbwaiter was, you learned that during this yeah. game. So I guess you're welcome from her interactive. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then, so uh, the next sequence that I have to talk about is when we snoop through Abby's bedrooms. Do you have anything you want to say before we get to that? I mean, in that Charlie conversation we were just talking about, Charlie says perhaps the worst goodbye known to man 
aka known to her interactive what which is hasta la pasta oh yeah <laughs> i hated that but we have to say it at the end of this episode okay but yeah hasta la pasta hasta la pasta yeah i hate um, that so much as far as abby's room goes I love Abby's room. I love it so much. I love much. it so much. I love I the love spinning so lights much. detail. Like yes. that was the thing. Wait, and spinning lights? Yeah. What? Like onto her desk, there was like a thing that like was oh, animated yes. and yeah. spinning. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. Like that, that was like a moving thing in the room that you could see was moving. Yes. Like, that's, that was really cool. I'm letting my cat lick my plate because he clearly wants to. Um. I, yes, I love Abby's room. I wrote down Snoop time. Abby's bedroom is everything I want. Can I please have like a secret wardrobe closet that unlocks with a spider key? Yeah, that's, that is, the I want dream. that. That's the dream. That's the dream. I want her cool, like trunk thing, which does your mom. So my mom has um, what she calls a hope chest. Have you heard of that? No. Okay. I know it's a thing, but I don't know where it's from specifically, but my mom has a hope chest and when she, in which she keeps like a bunch of important papers and documents. Like I know my birth certificate is in her hope chest. Um, she keeps a bunch of things that have like sentimental value to her. Nothing like just for our listeners. My mom has nothing of monetary value in there because we were poor. If she had anything of monetary value, she would have sold it so that we could have some money, but she has a lot of things of like sentimental value in there. Um, and it holds all of her, uh, just like hopes and dreams or, everything that like is super meaningful to her so I kind of saw this as being Abby's hope chest yeah um which I really like that concept I want to do that when I'm or I could just do that now I'll go right like you're an adult I'm an adult I'm 27 I can have a hope chest yeah yeah um I loved going through her hope chest it was very fun um but yes so we love Abby's bedroom Except SMH, Abby, you tell everyone exactly when you're going to be gone and you leave your bedroom unlocked. Well, I, you like a bedroom, you don't just like lock the bedroom door behind you. Like You do in hotels and bed and breakfasts. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. I was thinking this is just like a house. But like she also, I mean, there are people, if I, if there were people I didn't know going to be in like my house, I wouldn't say, Hey, I'm going to be gone from three to 6 PM and leave my door unlocked. Right. Especially if she didn't want people to find out that she was the one haunting the mansion. Yeah. She's actively hiding things in there and she could have done a better job because I feel no guilt for snooping. Not guilty at all. Um, also, I I wrote that Abby is absolutely 100% at happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. Oh, yeah. That's like, not up for debate. Who is out at 3 to 6 p.m.? Abby, happy and hour, she's at junkies. happy hour. <laughs> like, that is, that is the standard time for happy hour is 3 to 6, 4 to 6, maybe, 3 to 5, maybe, but 3 to 6, that whole range is up for grabs. Yeah. Abby's drinking with like oh, some yes. of her witch friends and I wish I was there so badly you just want to be one of the witch friends 
I really do. I really do. I mean, I live in Portland, so like the um the harvest is ripe for the picking of all of the witch friends I could possibly have. <laughs> I was at an open mic night last night and this girl got up and was like, I'm going to do a spell if that's okay. And I was like, yeah, that's very okay with me. And so then she <laughs> sang this like spell about like joy. I was like, this is great. Anyway, that's the vibe that I want. Um, Abby is at happy hour and just having the time of her life. Yeah. Um, I, uh, okay. Do you have anything else you want to say about Abby's room that we love? I mean, no, no. Okay. I just love the vibes. Yes, we there. do love the vibes. And the ro- the red robe on the back of the door. I was like, yes. oh, Abby. Oh, hello, Abby. Hello, Abby. <laughs> um, I want to know something, which is where, maybe it probably came with the house, but where did this secret compartment seance table come from? Yeah, like, did Abby put that in there? Like how, how is it just so conveniently right there? Yeah. Well, and first of all, it's obvious. It is not a good secret compartment. It's not hidden. It like, there are very bright gold hinges on this secret compartment. Then Abby's like, yeah, I can hide stuff here and nobody will know. And like, who makes tables like that? But you know, a concept that I love that we actually, I don't think have ever seen in a Nancy Drew game, but I really want is a, uh, um, like puzzle table. Like, so the puzzle Mm. box that we get in shadow at the water's edge, but table form. Love that concept. Yeah. Really like it. Pretty cool. However, the secret compartment seance table fell far short of that. It's true. Yeah. Which is fine, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so after this, this is this is still we're in my snooping around. So I was doing all of this exploring at night. Do you have anything else you want to say about the basement, the seance? It took me forever to find the lantern, too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was like such a pain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And Nancy can't just apparently feel her way around I down know, in I that passage. I she just died. falls into the hole because she's I an died idiot. into the darkness and the dark. And, but also like, there's no, oh, the whole, wait, I know the hole you're talking about. Yeah. What did you think I-, I was talking about? I forgot there was a hole you could actually see. I like because when I first oh, went yeah, in the yeah. dark, I was like, "Who? Why did I just die?" Well, yeah, what? the first—that's what bothers me. I mean, I get it. Like in the spirit of game making, you have to find the lantern, whatever. But in real life, it makes no sense. If I'm crawling around in the dark, I'm gonna be feeling around really carefully, and I will feel that there's a hole in front of me, and not just like be like. Yeah, but you can't even like like in some future games, I feel like you have the option to click on the correct spot as long as you know where it is, but it's way easier if you can see, you know, but in this one, no, if you don't have the lantern, like you're dead because Nancy's an idiot. Because she's just running full throttle into the darkness (laughs) and not taking anything. She's just crawling so fast. (laughs) 
<laughs> like crawl, 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 crawl. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was a little bit ridiculous and it took me forever to find the lantern. I know. Yeah. I, I wouldn't like, I was surprised. I recalled that it was in that secret back room. I didn't, I had to look it up. I thought I was picturing a green flashlight, which I think I was picturing the flashlight that you need in ghost dogs of moon Lake. But yeah. it's not even a flashlight. It's a lantern. So, right. Yeah. Um, which is a fire hazard. Yeah. And I, that goes, I have a drinking game rule about that, but yeah, you were excited. <laughs> um, so when I was snooping around on Rose's desk, which is really just the dining room table, um, she has her home owners, that's what I almost said, her homeowner's insurance document says that there has been <laughs> vandalism damage to a shrubbery. What's that? It's just like, um, like cutting up a, sh- a shrub on the outside of a house. So it's like defaced. That's what that means. It's just, yeah. Wait. So like vandalism to, you're telling me that vandalism to a shrubbery is an actual. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. I've heard of that before. I'm like, are you spray painting gang signs on a shrubbery? Like, but if you cut it, it grows back. I don't know. Vandalism too. That's like, you know what that is, is that is an FWP. Do you know what an FWP is? Okay. So I lived with a family for a couple of years. Um, back when I was living in houses of like 13 people, I lived with a family who would always yell FWP when you complained about something that was a first world problem. Mm. Vandalized shrubberies is a huge FWP. Like first world problem. Excuse me, someone vandalized my fucking shrubberies. Well, like vandalism is like a like damage to a house. Like if you damage the outside of a house. But can you you but they grow back. It's a shrubbery. It grows back. Not all plants are treated like like will that happen to though like you know i don't i'm just saying i like uh, and landscaping is landscape is expensive to landscaping get is done. expensive i just i think uh, i think that it was it was on this homeowner's insurance list of like problems with the house and i think i just felt like it's so paled into comparison paled in comparison to the other problems with the house it's yeah. like the roof is leaking or like unstable foundation. And then my shrubberies were vandalized. I actually didn't know you could snoop on Rose's desk. Oh, and I shit. Didn't. So you can play yeah. the whole game without snooping on Rose's desk. That's actually something that I really like about. Um, I guess it happens for some things in this game and then things in games moving forward is I love how you don't have to experience everything in the game. Yeah. And so that means that every playthrough is a little different. That I just is think so that's true. kind of fun. I do love that. Now we're snooping in the library. So I want to know what, where did this come from? What is it? It's not a thing in real life. This 
for rickety frackin maze game that her interactive keeps deciding to put I on the laptop. I hate that thing. I hate it so Why? much. It's not okay. I wrote I wrote down in all caps, not safe nor secure. No. It is not safe or secure. Mm-mm. Um and then okay, here was so I literally just finished this game, so this is all very fresh in my mind. So here's what I was thinking as I was going through this maze game. Normally, I uh, don't really have a hard time with them. I actually don't remember really ever struggling to finish one of those maze password games in a Her Interactive game because they come up a few more times. I know, again, in Secret of the Scarlet Hand, again, in another game, I think. Um, But... This one, for whatever reason, this particular playthrough took me so long. I don't know what happened. It just took me forever. So the first thing I wrote was, what the fuck is this maze game that Her Interactive keeps putting on laptops? It is not safe nor secure. And then I tried for like five to seven minutes to get through this maze. And then I wrote follow-up maybe they are safe and secure because this is taking so long. And then I started wondering, like, why would this ever be a thing that is allowed for laptops? And so I started wondering about maybe it is a solution for people with, like, um, memory impairments. Mm. But then I was like, is it a good solution or is it a terrible solution? Oh, my God. So, yeah, I really don't think this maze game could ever be a thing that, yeah, yeah. Will someone please tell us if this is present in literally anything other than a Nancy Drew game? There's ever a maze password ever in anything another video game uh whatever i really would love to know about it because it seems very unrealistic um uh, also if when when uh, you get into lewis's briefcase there's a stay tuned for danger article newspaper article yes yes that talks about our friend rick astley Rick Astley. Yes. Love him. <laughs> yes. I I mean this goes back to my earlier note of like noticing things that reference other games. Those are so fun. We need to try to find as many as we can. And then yeah. our listeners will have to tell us all of the ones that we missed. Um yeah. and I'm really excited to get to the games with Easter eggs because those yes. are very fun. Are Were very there fun. any in this game? I don't think so. I don't think so. None that I was able to find. Yeah, I didn't really look for any. There might be like, um, I know in some of the earlier ones that don't have obvious Easter eggs, uh, there are some where you can just like dial phone numbers of certain things. I love that. Really? I never, I never really sought that out. I did. I called every number. <laughs> I love that. It was so fun. Oh, yay. Oh, you'll be our phone number person. Yeah. We love it. Um. Okay, so we've talked to everybody. We've snooped through everything. What is the next triggering, the next big thing? Next big thing that happens. Um, Unless you want to say anything more about snooping and talking. But I did want to say. Please. um, Wait, is the next big thing that happens Lewis? The Lewis sighting? Uh, Well, it wasn't for me, maybe. Oh. The fire. 
Yes, the fire. fire. The fire. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, that. Well, wait. So snooping around the office. Oh, but this is like you get the briefcase later after Lewis like puts it down. So I yeah. skipped a bunch there. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. That was my bad. I also, I mean, I guess this is something that I really appreciate about just her interactive game mechanics is how you really can experience the game in totally different ways, just depending on how you choose to play through it. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I really like that. The fire, um, the fire that was caused by sparks from the fireplace that wasn't on. Yeah. I was like, what fire (laughs) are you like referring to? That's. There is yeah. no fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. Also, did we ever figure out what the papers were that got destroyed? I read through that box. It was like um, they were old yeah. vintage papers that, that had been found in the house and stuff. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Good job, Lewis. I guess if you want to, you could have, you could have done it way easier than setting a box on fire. That's true. But like, come that's on. what works. Come on. Also, you're literally the one closest to that place. Sure. Also, yeah, that could have that could have been done way better coming yeah. from me, a non-criminal who True. if I were to if I were to commit that crime, I could have done it better than Lewis did. And yeah. <laughs> um okay. Do you have anything to say before? So I, I want to talk about the um, Charlie's been living in our basement reveal. Ooh. Yeah, it's interesting. That kind of comes up very randomly. Like, I feel like it's <laughs> it start, it's begins foreshadowed, like being foreshadowed very randomly. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, he says he's living with some friends right yeah. now. Like, and it's like, okay, oh, wait, but- did you hear all of that dialogue before you found out he was living in the basement? Yes. It was oh, like, I think Charlie I heard from? it all after. Oh man. I think I heard it before. And I was literally like, this is literally telling us that he's living in the house. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I really, I mean, I guess this whole storyline really makes me feel for Charlie I really love Charlie. Like Abby is my favorite character, but I also, I just, I really feel for Charlie. You know, he's doing the best with what he has. One day he finds a panel under bushes that leads to the secret room in this house. So I have a lot of questions. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, why, so why is he looking for a secret panel? Like you would have to be looking for that. So is that a well-known thing in the San Francisco area that there are these secret panels to get into houses? He says he Maybe. like stumbled upon a secret panel. So he says he was homeless. I think he was trying to like find shelter in some bushes and then stumbled upon a secret panel that led to this secret room under the house. But my biggest question is where is the secret panel and where does it go to outside? Because yeah. the basement is like kind of in the middle of the house, you right. know, That's if so you true. go, like if you're picturing the house, really the basement is directly under the library. Wait, hold on. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The basement's right under the library. So I'm like, where is this secret passage and where does it lead to in the basement? Because 
the basement secret room is very small and the door that does get out of it we see it we leave through it it goes into the hallway right no that's yeah i don't know i don't know i would like to know more i want to know where the panel is hit me up show me the panel would love to see it want to see it um I, uh, okay. Yeah. So we find out that Charlie is living in the basement. Really feel for him. Like I could never tell on him ever. I know. I would not like, if I was Nancy, I wouldn't say a word. Charlie says he is going to tell Rose that he's been living in the basement. I don't think we ever get to see the, see what that's just never resolved or resolved at all. So that kind of sucks, but whatever. I trust that it ended well. You know, like, I just have to believe that it ended okay. Um, But so then, and you may have done this before this point at my playthrough, but the next big thing that happened was that we get into the secret passage and we see Lewis through the little spy hole, people, and we see that he's found a book. One of my biggest notes with that section is the fact that knowing when to go into the office to trigger that event to happen because you have to go like difficult can't it's so hard I mean I Mm -hmm. just like was struggling so much to trigger that event it's like I think I was struggling a little with that too I think it's that you have to have done everything and you have to be there outside of Lewis's hours yeah right yeah um I think that's it but I also I mean I didn't try going like after I had triggered everything at 3 a.m. or something so yeah I don't know maybe that wouldn't do it um but yeah I struggled a little bit with triggering that too um but so uh we see Lewis finding a book he's like aha this is it which first of all why would you say that out loud I know it's like you're just asking to be yeah like accused yeah of this whole thing like, aha, this is what I've been looking for this whole time. It's a little bit much. Um, yeah. So we open Lewis's briefcase and we see the book. And Nancy really just knows how to open to the correct page. Um, she does it automatically. She and just she, goes. Yeah. Right. She, <laughs> she just opens it like good old Bible roulette. Um, which for everybody who doesn't know what I'm referring to, it's when you're asking for advice or something and you just open the Bible to a random page, pick a random verse and decide to apply that to whatever situation you're in at that moment. Right. Um, I've done that. And done that so many times. Um, And she magically does pick out the phrase that matters, which is gumbo foo. Yeah. Having no context and not having done as many years of research as Lewis has. Yeah, she's like, hmm, what is gumbo foo? Wonder what that means. Bet we need to know that for something, which, to be perfectly honest, we really don't need to know that. But the game needs us to know that, apparently, because yeah. that will trigger the next event. It's fine. Um, So we're trying to figure out what gumbo foo is. We are forced to ask everyone about it because Google's not a thing. I guess like Google Translate right. didn't exist in 2000. I suppose. I guess not. I don't know. I, guess I not. was two years old. Yeah. I mean, I know that like smartphones weren't a thing yet, but 
there are laptops and computers had internet right why couldn't nancy just google gumbo foo but it's okay she just has to ask around and hope that someone knows right which and you literally have to ask everyone you do you have to ask everyone do you know what gumbo foo means gumbo you mean gumbo like you eat i love gumbo what kind of gumbo are we having (laughs) I okay so while we're figuring out what gumbo foo means we eventually figure out that it means house of gold or some Mm -hmm. shit great good yeah that's nice needed to know that apparently um I have something that I have personally been hurt by every single time I've played through this game I want to know if you can guess what it is knowing me Enneagram 2 I was like, my feelings were hurt by this moment in this game. What? Um, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I will tell you then. So nobody invites Nancy to come to the Winter Festival. Rose says, you're going to be alone at the house. We're all going to the winter festival. What? Emily. Nobody invites Nancy. I'm like, I want to go. Like, why are you inviting me? You're just telling me. I was always just like, oh, well, they're the adults. So I guess the kids got to stay home. It's a winter festival. That's like four kids. Well, also, I'm not a kid. I'm Nancy yeah. Drew, who is okay. at least 18 years old, maybe 21 sure, or sure. higher. I wanted yeah. to be invited to the Winter Festival, but Rose, I, that, oh, that's why I don't like Rose. That must be it. She didn't invite you to the Winter Festival. She didn't invite me. Like, Ugh. I might have even said no. I might have not wanted to go, but I at least want to be invited. You would like to be included. Yeah. Don't just say like, oh, you're going to be here by yourself all day because we're going to the Winter Festival. So dumb. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that makes me really angry every time I play this game. Um, okay. So nobody invites Nanny, Nanny, Nancy to the Winter Festival. And that makes me really mad. However, the positive side of that is that Nancy gets just like Snoop everywhere. Nancy gets the whole place to herself. She can do what she wants. Um, She can look around wherever she wants because everybody is having so much fun without her at the winter festival. Uh, Rose also announces that she has taken down the tapestry in Nancy's room for cleaning. Very convenient timing, Rose. Really like, thank you so much. Um, it is a little bit surprising to me that nobody has noticed this like button push puzzle. Yeah, the panel of yeah. the zodiac animals. Emily, what's your uh, zo- Chinese zodiac animal? Um, I'm a dog. Oh, what are you? I'm a tiger. You're a tiger. Okay. Wow. What year were you born? 1998. Okay. My sister was born in 99. I forget what she is. Um, uh, 99's the rabbit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm the dog. Always felt so basic to me. I always was like really mad that I wasn't the dragon can't all or be, something. You can't all be the tiger. You know what? <sighs> it's fine. Um, so we have that Zodiac puzzle, which yeah, 
it's just kind of there. I think there are other um, games later. I know Curse of Blackmore Manor is one, but there are other games that tripped me up because they use the Zodiac, like Aries, Taurus, Sagittarius, everything. Um, and you have to press those symbols in order, but it starts with Aries as the beginning. Oh. And so those always tripped me up because I'm an Aries and that's like end of March through most of April. Um those always tripped me up because I was like, I know Aries isn't first because I'm Aries and I'm March and the year starts in January, obviously, because Americans get to decide how everything is yeah. uh, ruled. Um, so yeah, those tripped me up, but this one, it was just like, Oh, you gotta hope you read that book <laughs> that told you what order to press, right, these to in. press them. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we open that panel in the wall in right. Nancy's bedroom. Very convenient, right? Um, and we're hit with a couple other important documents and yet another slider puzzle. Oh my god. This I is hate them we are so much. Two for three with the slider puzzles. Like in the two games, three games have isn't had it? slider puzzles. It, wait, okay. it's all of them. Hold on. There's one in the first one. Uh-huh. Is there one in Stay Tuned for Danger? I don't don't think think there is. I don't think so. So two for three. Mm -hmm. I hate them. Um, There's one in the next. There's there's a couple. A couple. There's at least one in Treasure and the Royal Tower. I think there might be two. There's one in the final scene. Um, I don't think there's any in Secret of the Scarlet Hand. Um, But yeah her interactive i don't know why you love these slider puzzles i really hate them but it's fine they're not fun um uh, okay so we have another slider puzzle and then i have another question so by this point we know that like diego valdez was in love with lizzie applegate or whatever blah 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 there's gold but why is diego so obsessed with china like he's obsessed with the zodiac. He's obs- he's obsessed with these Chinese characters that mean different words. Like where did that come from? So actually, the a lot of, there were a lot of Chinese immigrants coming during that period of time to work okay. on the railroad, and okay. so they would be working from San Francisco or from California, and so it could be that oh. there's a, just a lot of Chinese immigrants in that area, and so he might have met people from China huh. who might have. Um, influenced him in this way because that, that's historically why i'm sure that there's a lot of chinese culture in san francisco okay cool that's yes yeah, like i'll a take thing. that yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm like so that's yeah. why everybody there you go <laughs> love it um i wrote i don't know what this means Okay, so uh, we open the pyramid box and we have the ruby, I'm guessing is what it is because it's red and it goes into the eye of the phoenix. Oh, I know what this means now. Um, I wrote down trapdoors do not work in this way. This is not how trapdoors work. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, no. Yeah. Like, like, it's like it sears the light so that it, the floor burns. Like No matter like what, what time of day it is. Yeah, like that that was just so horrible. And then we done. still have to use the crowbar to get the trap door open. Right. That's not well, it like if show- I'm gonna it, no, no no no, but it just shows you where the trap door is. It doesn't unlock it. Oh we could okay. have removed it okay. without that hint. That's how I interpreted it. Okay, no, that makes sense. Um 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's just, and also like, it's also just painfully obvious to me. I'm like, wow, this circle with a giant phoenix inside it is where the treasure is. Innovative. Yeah. Stop hiding it, guys. All right, guys. Okay. I don't think to pry up the wood floor, though. You know, like, I don't know. eh, I don't Um. know. (laughs) I just, I think they could have made it like a little less, a little, a little more inconspicuous, but yeah. I don't know. That's just not how I would have done things, but I don't know how you did things back then. Also, they're not me. So, whatever. Um, we, so we also, we get some great evil laughter from Lewis (laughs) in this moment. He goes, ha, ha, He's such a cartoony villain. (laughs) Like, he's like, aha, Nancy, I was letting you figure out the whole mystery. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I, so we get like a ha, 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 and then Nancy gets knocked out. And then she is revived and she's like, Lewis, oh my goodness, you're stealing all this gold. We don't ever get like a villain speech. I want a villain speech. I know. He just kind of sneaks in there. You know, I want you to tell me how much I almost ruined your plans. Right. Right. Yeah. I want my recognition. Yeah. Yeah, tell me how good I was at, like, figuring out where this gold was. Or at least, like, give me something. But he just is very, uh, like, I'm just going to steal this gold and leave. Like, don't give me a speech. Where's your villain speech? I want the villain speech. Yeah, he didn't have one. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, whatever. But, like, also, I didn't. I want a villain speech from Lewis. Um, and then Nancy saves the day. By sneaking up the non-creaky staircase. Yep. If she sneaks up the one that makes noise, Lewis will kill her, I guess. Because he hears her and Nancy's just done for at that point. But if she goes around and sneaks up the non-creaky staircase, then he won't hear hear her or notice her out of the corner of his eye. And she can very safely let the chandelier down and it very safely does not kill Lewis. Yeah, that is the most ridiculous and unrealistic It just thing. kind of traps he would, him. He would die. Yes. He yeah, would that's die. ridiculous. That he, 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 that he's under it like, like, oh, ah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so stuck. Like, it's like, so. No, you're dead. Yeah, you would not be alive. Nancy, yeah almost killed a man yeah this she is would the have second been a murderer. time i know she she just Ugh, like she's so cool the law she does not think the law applies to her does it it doesn't she as alibi just, and ashes will teach uh, us actually right. oh yes it God. does <laughs> one of my favorite games oh. but yeah nancy really like oh god want to be her so bad yeah. Thank you, her interactive, for letting so me be Nancy Drew for at least a little bit. Um, and then uh, the game is over, and we, and this is one of my. I had a similar complaint last game, but the end letter is so short. 
It is. We don't really find out about like, like we find out that like the bed and breakfast is a hit, blah, blah, blah. We don't find out about anything else. I want to know what Charlie's up to. I know. I want to know that he's doing okay. I care about him. I know. Little buddy. Yeah. Little buddy. Is he? I hope Rose like kept him on. Yeah. I know. Maybe Rose adopted him. I feel like Charlie's probably like a couple years younger than I was, than I am now, maybe. And I just want him to have a good life. Like he's tried so hard. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully he's doing okay. And then it just kind of like, that's what we're left with is that um, they got some uh, uh, reward money from the bank that the gold was stolen from. So that's great. We love that. The bed and, and breakfast but is the a hit. But the money is so much lower than the money that they would have gotten if oh. they kept it. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's stupid. Honestly, probably Lewis on is capitalism. the real winner. Lewis is the real winner here. Why? Because he realized that and he, he was going to sell it illegally and make all the money instead of donating it. But he's like in jail. Probably. Well, but he could have gotten away with it if it wasn't for us meddling kids meddling kids and their dumb dog their dumb dog (laughs) okay um shall we move on to our mhm drinking drinking game game. i actually did have four rules for this one that i came i have three so you go first and then i'll go in between and then you can end sounds good uh drink for every time lewis is condescending yeah hated that Again, he's just, he's not, he's not a, not a great one. Um, my first one is drink every time you freak the fuck out because of a noise. Oh God. And the, the shadow and like, the, you, and <laughs> it was very randomized like yeah. that. So it keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, drink for anything referencing fire. Okay. The amount of time someone was like, oh there could be a fire lots I of fires no here. Fire. fire i'm like oh is there gonna be a fire okay yeah. great. <laughs> oh i love it um uh drink every time you hold your breath waiting for the ghost in the mirror to appear every time i like walk around that corner in the upstairs hallway and go forward i'm like is it gonna oh. be this time it's gonna be I this know. time that she shows up is it gonna be this time yeah so every time you wonder that drink for every attempt at the bird tile puzzle okay what every are time we you counting have to as attempts every time you have to move a piece after you've put it together Wait, that's like okay no, no, no. like after that's like seven drinks how many you you like have to like adjust a little bit okay okay that that makes more sense i was like lady i would be on the floor literally at minute five that's the first thing you do in the game right <laughs> um uh, <laughs> my last one i just <laughs> i just wrote down stupid maze <laughs> i don't just know chug what my the entire time <laughs> for as long as it takes you to get through that maze you're just drinking continually <laughs> and then my last one is drink for every chinese symbol that you find when you find that's it. like nine yeah, what? That's just a sip. You're not drinking okay, an entire okay, drink per okay. symbol. That you would be dead. That's fine. Yeah, you would be. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, so 
everybody. All of that is to say that if you do drink for every single tile that you move, you will be on the floor by, uh, by minute 10, if not sooner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Caroline, should we talk about our ratings for this game? Let's Let's just wrap this up. We've been here for two and a half hours. hours. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So let's wrap this up. Um, first category graphics. One horrifying. Cool. I give the graphics a three. Meh. No, they're bad. They are as bad as they're the not last worse game. than the. They're not worse than the last game. Well, I said they're as bad as the last game. Okay. I and think I, I gave the last, the last game, last game a zero. Three, two. Okay. Okay. Oh, That's fine. So bad. Characters. Um, six, there weren't a lot of them and they, most of them were mean, but like they were a little bit more interesting and I really mm-hmm. liked Abby. Um, yeah. I thought her, her like motive setup was very interesting. So mm-hmm. six. Okay. I gave these characters a five. Um, I said that they're the best yet again, like, I mean, pretty yeah. much like you said, there's not a lot, but I do get to learn more about them. Um, culprit, I give a five. I thought that it wasn't like that. Like it was pretty obvious. It was him. Yeah. I feel like pretty early. Cause he was just a mean guy. <laughs> and we, so don't, we don't, and we don't like get him. a speech. We don't get a speech from yeah. him either. Yeah. I gave this culprit a three because I don't really get a speech. We don't get a speech from him. Like yeah. it's, I mean, it's intuitive why he did it. I know why he did it. He's a greedy, power-hungry white man who knew that there was probably gold here and decided to like leverage all of his resources to be able to, be able to get his hands on it. But I want to hear that from him. Right. Like I want to hear you admit that you're just a greedy man who has the resources to get their money or to get their hands on even more money. Right. Please tell me. Yeah. That that was your plan but he doesn't, but it's fine. But yeah, three out of 10 for the culprit. Um, navigation. I feel like we're going to have to scrap this category soon. Yeah, because re- it'll be the same. Yeah, starting music. next game. Yes, let's replace it with music. Okay, navigation. I gave it like a six. It was a little better than the last game and I was glad there was a rewind arrow and there were very few times where I was like, not sure where to go, but that parlor does bring that score down. Yeah. To a six. And honestly, the basement isn't very intuitive either. Right. The basement's kind of hard to get around. There's a lot to look at. That's yeah. when it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I gave the navigation of four. I guess, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. Maybe I should bump it a little higher, but I think the fact that I didn't remember that this game didn't have arrows kind of speaks to the navigation working pretty well. But yeah. I mean, the parlor and the basement and the fact that it still doesn't have arrows. I just, I don't know. I gave it a four. It's also, I don't know, maybe I'll bump it up to like a five because it's really not that bad. Yeah, I'll give it a five. I changed yeah. that. Anyway, plot. I gave it a seven. I thought it was okay. fairly interesting. And I do think there are a lot of layers to uncover. Mm-hmm. And multiple people could have done it. They really yeah. set it up. So any of them probably could have done it, even though it was pretty obvious it was Lewis. Mm-hmm. I loved the friendship of Rose and Abby. I honestly do, because it is like, it does create that tension where big business decisions like Abby might not have been able to go to Rose about. And so it makes a lot of yeah. the stuff in this game more interesting. So I, yeah. I went with a seven for the plot. Okay. Um, I gave the plot a six. 
it's like this is interesting you know it's a haunted mansion but it's also i think we see the treasure hunting trope a lot in nancy drew games um i mean it appears again in the very next game in the game after that so yeah yeah, i think that kind of like I mean, this was the first game where that was present, so it gets some merit for that, I guess. But I think also just the fact that this keeps kind of getting reused takes away from that a little bit. Yeah, but no, that makes sense. It's fine. Yeah. Um, the ending. Um, I gave it a six. I thought it was okay. I liked finding the treasure. I liked you know, that we knew what we were looking for yeah. and the mm-hmm. whole not Nancy being knocked out. And I thought that the cr- going up the non-creaky staircase was kind of clever. So I gave it mm-hmm. a, a six. Yeah. Um, I gave the ending a five, but for like similar reasons, there are other better endings, but I really like these endings where they are time sensitive. Like if you make a wrong move, then you're going to have a second chance where you have to start over. And other, I think my, my least favorite endings are the puzzle endings where time isn't really of the essence. It's like, can you solve this puzzle correctly in so many tries or whatever? Um, what did you think of the setting? I gave it an eight. I really, really like the classic murder mansion trope and Mm -hmm. I thought that this one was very interesting again like I said I liked how every room you knew exactly where you were based on the decor it had different uh patterns and so it was easy to know what rooms you were in that isn't always the case for later games yeah I find that I get lost easier because the rooms look so similar um but Mm. yeah I I love the like knives out kind of vibe you know like yeah I love that Huh. Okay. I gave the setting a five. Um, I gave it a five because there's not, I don't, I mean, I probably won't give much of a higher score to any subsequent game. That's just like single building, except for maybe the final scene, but there's really only one main location that you get to explore and it's the building, right? It's the haunted mansion. Um, well, we've been That's recording it. for a lot for a of hours. Time. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit all of this. So what's our sign off? Hasta la pasta. Oh, yeah. Okay, everybody. Well, this has been It's Locked Podcast with Message in a Haunted Mansion. And tune in next time for Treasure in the Royal <laughs> Tower. Hasta, Hasta la, la pasta. pasta. <laughs> Thank you for listening to It's Locked Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at It's Locked Podcast. We'll see you in two weeks.